Welcome to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. I'm Pastor Kristen Stone King. Our mission at Epworth is to live out God's love for all. We strengthen our faith as we worship, study, develop a creative, supportive community, and serve others. Together, we encourage each other, challenge each other, and welcome all people on their journey of faith. We are a reconciling congregation, meaning that persons of all sexual orientations and gender identities are welcomed to help transform our church and our world into the full expression of Christ's inclusive love. We are a sanctuary church advocating for the rights and dignity of immigrants, and we stand in solidarity with the movement for Black Lives. Our podcast blends a taste of the music that we experience here in worship on Sunday mornings, along with a scripture reading and a message. If I had a hammer, I'd hammer in the morning, I'd hammer in the evening, all over this a member of Epworth, and our scripture today is Psalm 107, 1 through 9 and 43. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, those he redeemed from trouble and gathered in from the lands, from the east and from the west from the north and from the south. Some wandered in desert wastes, finding no way to an inhabited town. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way until they reached an inhabited town. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wonderful wonderful works to humankind, for he satisfies the thirsty, and the hungry he fills with good things. Let those who are wise give heed to these things, and consider the steadfast love of the Lord. And I got a song to sing all over this land. It's the hammer of justice. It's the bell of Sisters, all over this land. Ooh. 
faith. prepare to hear the message this morning, I want to invite, invite Oscar McClure and Maylin Yokola up as they are uh, part of the message this morning and sharing reflections of Sierra Service Project. Let us pray now the words of preparation which are printed in your bulletin. Gracious and loving God, may the words of my mouth Be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. So I'm, I'm so grateful that Oscar and Maylin were willing to, uh, to have the courage to share some of their reflections about our week with Sierra Service Project. Sierra Service Project 
uh, is a, 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 an organization, a program that's been going for a couple of decades and Epworth is one of the communities that has been a consistent participant in Sierra Service Project. There are four sites that Sierra Service Project works out of. There's one in Northern Arizona, one in San Diego near the border, one in the Smith River area in Del Norte County, and one up by Spokane, Washington. And this week we were up in the Smith River area in Del Norte County. I learned it's Del Norte. It looks like Del Norte, if you know Spanish, but it's, it, the locals pronounce it Del Norte. So it is Del Norte County. That's where we were. Um, there were five youth who went, Maylin Yokola, Oscar and Moses McClure, Alina and Zach McVeigh. We had uh, two others, unfortunately, um, who were ill and couldn't make the trip. Um, Jordan Geralds and Kennedy Rowe were all set to go and, and prepared, and we hope they can join us next week. And I want to say a special word of thanks to Leroy Howard, who offered our children's message this morning and stepped up in very short notice to be our second adult counselor and was with us every step of the way during the week. So at Sierra Service Project, um, the wake-up call is early. And depending on the day, it ranges from 6.15 to 7.00. And for those who are able to jump right out of bed and be at the camp, camp circle half an hour earlier than even breakfast starts, the pleasure of what's known as spiritual awakening awaits. So spiritual awakening takes many forms, but essentially it's 20 to 30 minutes of reflection grounded in faith that opens us up to uh, the beauty of God and the beauty of our surroundings and to the amazingness of being able to be in that space as a community brought together for a particular purpose for that week. Um, it's a small group. I know this may surprise you, but it's a small group who actually shows up for spiritual awakening. But I was so impressed every morning uh, almost all of our Epworth group was there at Spiritual Awakening. And um, on the second morning, we took a spiritual walk. That was our reflection. And we were instructed as we learned about the different plants and uh, flora that surrounded our campsite. We learned their names. Uh, one of the leaders is a, a student at Oregon State and is studying ecology. And so uh, they had a lot of um, knowledge to share in that area. And um, as we walked, one of the things that was pointed out was this massive stump of a redwood. We were up in the redwoods that had many baby redwoods coming out of the, the flat surface the, of the stump. And we were all wearing masks. So when our leader said it was a nursery stump, I never, I'm not familiar with that term. And I thought they said a new, a new start, a new start stump, which I, re I actually really, I mean, nursery is a great word too, but I really liked the, the new start idea, the new start stump. Um, and that, that idea that the decaying wood on top of the stump of a fallen redwood is the perfect, <clears throat> Excuse me. The perfect <clears throat> life-giving, I think. I think I got a little redwood 
been stuck in my throat. The perfect life-giving fodder for seeds to implant and to begin to grow. And it made me really, really kind of grasp that question because we were in such a nurturing environment and there really was a sense of being able to have a new start. We were with five other church groups, uh, four from California and one from Oregon. And in this new community, uh, I think especially for youth who sometimes can be, you know, in a, in a track or in an identity in their home communities or in their, their previous friend groups, being in a new community is like a new start. And so it, it caused me to reflect, what is the life-giving fodder? What is the life-giving fodder in your life? What is that, that, that place where maybe something has fallen and what, what once was has changed? It's different, but in its own way, it's offering this kind of space for something new to grow. Where are new starts beginning to grow in your life or here at Epworth? Most importantly, I think for us this morning, how are we a life-giving community for others? One thing that impressed me about Sierra Service Project this year is that the vast majority of the staff, there were um, seven young adult leaders running the entire program and um, most of them identified as non-binary. And um, they, were, they were just so incredibly gracious about helping others understand their pronouns and understand how to, to communicate in an appropriate and respectful way. They created such a welcoming space, an affirming space, and taught us practices that, such as like when we were asked to draw a picture or um, create a poem. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm, I don't think of myself as an artist, but if we were drawing and we heard that voice of like, I'm not an artist, they taught us to just shout, shut it down. <laughs> and then people started doing that for each other. And so that, when, you know, when you're asked to be vulnerable and move into a, you know, a new way of doing something, a new start in, in opening up, those resistances were met with loving, uh, loving shouts of shut it down. They continually reminded us that we are the community that we make for each other, that we create the ground for new life when we accept and affirm all of God's creation as good. The work project of our first day was to build a seasonal footbridge across the Smith River with the State Park Service. And it was, a, it was a very cool undertaking. There were some of us who actually, uh, Maylin and Alina were in this group, who actually got into the water and floated sections of this bridge down the waterway to where our build site was. And some of us were on the shore hammering in, sledgehammering in the stakes or creating the, a, like a, a stone approach to where the, bid, where the build, uh, bridge was going to begin. And I was helping with that approach. And 
I, I kept noticing this youth sitting on a large rock kind of watching us and you know it was the first day so we didn't really know you know the faces of our group yet and I just kept noticing like at first I just thought okay he's just assessing the situation before he starts to take part um, but then he kept you know he kept not taking part so I thought you know is he is he okay? Does he need some help or instruction or encouragement or whatever? So I, I went over and I just said, well, what, what church are you from? You know, is there five other churches there? And he said, oh, I'm not from a church. I'm just camping here with my family. And we chatted for a bit and I felt, I felt in my soul like the desire to ask him to join us. That's what I do. But I, I, I also felt this sort of um, uncertainty about the, the kind of the rules of SSP. And, you know, we had gone through a lot of training and we had, uh, there were a lot of protocols around COVID and safety. And I just wasn't sure about doing that. But in retrospect, I really feel that I missed an opportunity uh, to offer some kind of life, that, there, that the space between not doing that and what could have been offered was actually pretty large. So that afternoon, we headed over to Del Norte High School uh, to the locker rooms, which was our shower site. <laughs> um, and Epworth w was unlucky on um, pretty much every shower day to be the last group that got to shower. <laughs> And as we, as our group waited for the for the last person to finish up their shower, a man in his 70s came over to us. He identified himself as one of the coaches, and he told us, as you know, we started chatting, um, that he had been a pastor in Southern California before coming north. And he shared with us that he always asks people and in, in whoever he encounters if they have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So, you know, our, that's not language that we often use here at Epworth in that particular way, and it's, and it's not the language that's dominant at SSP. Um, but there was, an, there was definitely an openness to continue to listen to him because that's, that is the ethos of SSP and Epworth also. And um, so we're, you know, we're listening to him, and then I asked him how he approaches those conversations. And he said, well, I always, I always start with a question. I always try to make it a conversation. And then he told us a story of when he was at um, the Trees of Mystery, which is an attraction on the 101 as you're heading up to the Redwoods. And um, <clears throat> he said, I asked, a, I asked a young man there who was running the elevator if he had ever considered who put the trees there. So long story short, this man wound up inviting the younger man to have breakfast with him at Denny's the next morning. And the young man um, accepted his invitation. And then he reported to us that, it, that through the conversation at Denny's, the young man had accepted, in his words, and accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. And the older man told him he would see him in heaven. And he, he believed that what he had to offer was life and, that, and life eternal. And that was his, his idea of what is life and what is life-giving. And I was really challenged as I was listening to him to consider 
the last time, even though I, I don't offer life, I don't offer what I have, what I believe is essential in that particular way, in that nomenclature, but I was really challenged when listening to him to think, when was the last time I offered to take someone I didn't know to breakfast or lunch, to share with them about the ministry of Epworth and what I believe I do have to offer in terms of a way of life that is about community, that is about care, that is about justice and peace, that is about following the one who came to show us what is life. I believe that the opportunity to celebrate God and God's creation with others, to show gratitude and to receive forgiveness and mercy is life-giving. And so I was really challenged to, to think about the ways that I do that and the ways that I take opportunities or don't take opportunities to do that. For me, the sharing of what is life-giving about our way of life, following Jesus, serving, um, being in community, being inclusive, being welcoming to all is the definition of good news. And this week at Sierra Service Project was rich and full, was exhausting, and it was also incredibly fulfilling. It really caused me to reflect on what is life-giving and how we embrace that and how we offer it to others. Of course, this is our call as Christians to share the good news. And this is one thing I love about Sierra Service Project. It's committed to an inclusive, mutual, repairing paradigm of creation care that seeks to honor and respect every person and every being. And that's the good news. And here's the, here's the thing about good news. If it's not good news for everybody, then it actually isn't good news. So now I want to invite Oscar McClure and then Maylin Yokola to um, share about their, their experiences. And, and Oscar is going to reflect particularly on the theme of our whole week, which was in this place. Good morning. Um, I'm up here today to talk to you about my past week at the Sierra Service Project. Every year, SSP has a different theme for the week. Um, this week's theme was in this place, as Kristen said. Um, to be more specific, it was about the experiences, places, and ideas that we brought with us to this place. Community was also a big part of the theme, and we were often asked questions about community. My personal definition of community is a group of people who come together with something in mind. Um, like, like here in Epworth, um, we all come together with church in mind, or like coming, you know, coming together to uh, attend service. Uh, as you all go about this day, I invite you to think about how you can give to your community and make it a better place. Um, uh, I am Maylin, and yeah, okay. One of my favorite things about SSP 
besides the difference we get to make in a community is the strong sense of community fostered within the volunteers when you're there. Um, at the start of SSP, the staff have everyone take off their cool jackets and put on their social sweaters instead, <laughs> enabling people to put aside their worries about judgment and instead focus on getting to know others. This year, because of COVID, instead of being grouped with people from other places, we were kept within our church groups the majority of the time. While there were certainly trade-offs, I am glad to say that it ended up more of a blessing than a curse. We formed much deeper connections with each other than we would have otherwise, and got to know each other much better. In fact, a few months ago, I remember one of the other youth who went to SSP had said to me something along the lines of, it's so weird that we've known each other for so long, but we don't really know each other. Thanks to SSP, I'd say we've remedied that, and I certainly hope to keep it that way. So maybe when you go out to coffee hour, try on a social sweater. <laughs> and talk to someone that you know but don't really know and see what happens. <laughs> We have really amazing youth in this, in this church, and uh, I really want to echo what Maylin said, that, that we deepened, that there were, you know, there were some uh, losses in a way of not being able to mix as much with the other church groups, but what it did give us as an Epworth group was the opportunity to deepen with each other. And I, um, the last time I spent this much time with our youth group in an extended way was, was with their confirmation class. And um, that was before the pandemic. So really getting to have the opportunity to see um, how our youth have changed and grown and matured and to deepen as a community was a real gift. I praise God for the life uh, that we experienced this week, for the opportunity for new starts, for the opportunity to feel the love of God, and for you as a congregation, for the ways that you supported our journey. I felt you praying for us. I know this was lifted up in um, prayer time last week and was on our prayer chain. And I wanna again thank Leroy Howard <laughs> for, for really stepping up and stepping in and even, even being willing to offer our children's message this morning. Um, Maylin Yokola and Moses and Oscar McClure and Alina and Zach McVeigh, I want to thank you all for the ways that you fully offered yourselves to the experience of SSP and represented all of us so well. May the seeds planted this week bloom and grow and give life and that abundantly. Amen.
You've been listening to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Wherever you're located, we'd love for you to take a next step in growing in faith in this community. Our online worship is at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings on Facebook, YouTube, and on our website at epworthberkeley.org. Or you can fill out an online connect card at epworthberkeley.org backslash connect. Have a great week.